I'm Mike Shrews. I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 6. Welcome back, everybody. Again, I am Mike Shrews here with my co-host Tivis, and you are listening to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch the monsters and just talk about our thoughts, uh, movies, whatever we can find monsters related. We do it. So, with that said, let's try. Yeah, let's dive into it, Tivis. <laughs> Can't talk today. Uh, you were saying you had something for us this week. Oh, yes, I have a little something I wanted to throw out into the monster sphere and uh, see what the audience thinks, see what you think um, about it possibly being something that we can talk about later down the road. Um, I came across the Monsters 1965 Gold Key Comics. Um, There are 16 issues of it, and I was... uh, very intrigued. I, I got to see a few panels from one of the comics. Um, you can Google it and see some of the panels. But I found out that there are 16 issues for this whole uh, set. And uh, I might be picking it up. <laughs> um, and uh, if the audience wants to, or if you want to, uh, read through these and we can discuss them on what we'll just take a whole comic episode for the monsters and do that if you want. Um, and if the audience thinks it's a cool idea to dive into something besides just the episodes, of course. Um, and it is the monsters, uh, same fan, like, well, of course it's the same family, uh, but it's based on the 1964 monsters cause it is from 1965. So it is like the exact same, um, it would be the exact same actors, I should say, uh, as, uh, so they are on the front covers of some of these issues. So yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with, uh, any of the monster comics besides what I saw online real quick. And they, they're about 14 bucks a piece though. That's a lot. I, I wish that they would put them together in like a one issue book an omnibus or something yeah that'd be really cool um yeah so 16 issues if you guys are interested let us know tivis if you're interested in stuff let me know oh i'm interested awesome it's finding them all is the issue Mm. for the 16 issues but don't dad joke (laughs) i just so people know i torture tivis with dad jokes all the time just wait till you have kids, sir. <laughs> All right, so let's dive into it. Today we are talking about uh, the Monsters episodes 10 and 11. Um, and Tivis, take it on. All right, so we opened on Lily enjoying uh, looking out the window at a wonderfully rainy day. 
as Herman come down, uh, comes out from uh, under the stairs. And uh, this was my screw up. I mentioned this one last week, but it's actually this scene right here as Herman's coming up. If you look to the left of the stairs, then it's where you can see a crewman walking across. Okay. Awesome. Uh, uh, Herman and Lily are talking about how they're going to the beach to enjoy this nice rain. And uh, Grandpa is jealous because uh, he, he wasn't invited. But they're like, all you do is bury yourself in the sand. Yeah. Uh, so Grandpa decides to go over to uh, Marilyn like, or uh, Eddie and is like, hey, where's Marilyn? Let's have a checkers tournament. Uh, she's out on a date. Uh, I'm going to go out and uh, does he say he's going to go catch a friend? Yeah. Uh, again, grandpa's it's the, the verbiage that grandpa uses. It's like, oh, this was Eddie. I thought he was said. Oh, this was Eddie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. He says, I'm going to go out and catch a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe he meant like an animal. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? Uh, let's see. Uh, Grandpa asks Igor if he <laughs> wants to go play a game of checkers instead. And Igor says he also has a date. Yes. So Grandpa's finding himself a little lonely. Uh, he finds an ad for a matchmaking service in the paper. So uh, it's interesting, too. <laughs> yeah uh because what's he, the name yeah. of this matchmaking <laughs> the company oh i have it a little later here in my notes it's matrimonial um, agency <laughs> yes that's our, there it is it's not even a matchmaking thing it's a let's get you hitched right now <laughs> thing uh yeah um so it, it's funny too because he he is it now or later when Herman finds out? Uh, it's a little later. Okay. Uh, but my immediate thought is uh, Grandpa's going to bury another wife. <laughs> um, right. So, okay. Yeah, this is where, yeah, he comes to the kitchen. He's all singing, kisses Marilyn. And uh, she's like, you know, why, why are you so happy? So Grandpa tells everyone. Uh, Lily and Herman then walk in. Uh, Lily's happy. And Herman is happy at first and then becomes suspicious that he captured a woman. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the, uh, the whole Eddie's uh, situation within this episode kind of gets, it's just all brushed off. Um, yeah, they, they, uh, I think they dive more within grandpa. Also, I'm going to be 100% honest with you with this episode besides some of the key points that I'm I have to talk about I was dozing off <laughs> um and and I tried to go back and rewind it and stuff and and catch what I did miss though so just have, so we're clear I've been, <laughs> if I don't say well, a lot about I've this episode our dynamic so I I have some very thorough notes uh, of each of these episodes <laughs> I, for people that know that I watch these episodes late at night by myself, um, the night before we <laughs> record. So <laughs> Tivis does all the work. Tivis carries the show. I'm just here to 
to, to turn it on. <laughs> uh, Tivis yeah, so, doesn't know how to take know, compliments. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so he, Herman finds out about the matrimonial agency and he's uh, extremely skeptical. Um, also, he mentions that if grandma has a grave, she'd be rolling in it. Why doesn't grandma have a grave? Is she back alive again? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe they they want her back because, like, in the previous episode, didn't they get, like, five grand for her death? Yeah, <laughs> so, when she died again, again was the comment. Yeah. Um, all right, so where are we at with this? Uh, Herman walks... He also... He comes home and says he's back from the salt mines. Is that a, a 60s slang I think that I, so. I'm not aware of? I think so. It, it, I've heard it before. Um, I don't think it was a literal salt mine, Tivis. <laughs> okay. Well, we still don't know what his job is, other than it might be a funeral home. He's a professional wrestler, remember? from like No, that was his week? night job. <laughs> and that place burned down, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right. Um. Um, yeah, he extremely uh, disapproves of this and says it's going to fail. Uh, Lily is calls him heartless. Uh, she is mad at him for his comments. Uh, and Herman claims that's not possible. They put my heart in first. Oh, this is when uh, they're talking to Grandpa about his matrimonial agency thing. Mm -hmm. um, very, very uh, interesting about this what I grabbed from it the matrimonial agency within this episode of the d dynamic that they're using where grandpa's just looking for love on it right using it for love and but yet his family like certain members I should say of his family don't like it or friends possibly if he if we ever saw friends for this family um it, it reminds me a lot of like online dating to this day in age like how people mm -hmm. react some people are like really into it some people are just like well that's stupid i would never do that i would blah 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 well not everyone is you fucker so chill um it's like you know i i really found that to be cool because this is before the internet <laughs> was released to the public at least uh so quite to, a few decades <laughs> yeah to see that it was still kind of the same thing with like paper ad uh dating or whatever it's kind of interesting because i never um visually saw any of that going on uh as a as a youngin i should say i didn't have to think about that shit i also don't know how online dating works either but that's a whole nother story <laughs> Yeah, no, I was snatched up real quick. Still in high school, so I have no idea how the dating world works, and I hope to God I never find out. Oh, sh I'd be <laughs> fucked. Like not yeah. not in the good way. Like I would just be <laughs> sitting around. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you want to go watch a Marvel movie with me? <laughs> uh, so we meet uh, Linda from the agency. Yes. Who arrives at their house and immediately gets covered in cobwebs? Uh, yeah, and there's a uh, there's some interesting facts about this person or, or or elements to this story that I found really um, 
Cool. But we'll dive into it as we're exposing more of this story. So, uh, yeah. And Linda meets Meryl, who answers the door. She walks in, sees Lily, and she gets scared of Lily. And I'm like, well, if you're scared of her, you are screwed. Right. <laughs> uh, she so offers her some uh, coffee. She pours some hot cream. They heat their cream up instead of their coffee. Mm-hmm. Is that a. Is there anyone in the world who actually does this? I'm curious. Please send us a tweet, an email, something. I This can't be a real thing. The heat the cream up before and then just dump it in the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure somebody does. Uh, that, I don't know. Don't I'm not a coffee pe- drinker, don't but be that knocking can't people's be right. li- living habits to this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, a gunshot is heard and uh, Lily says, oh, that's just, you know, grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) Which grandpa then makes one heck of an entrance uh, by uh, there's like an explosion. He pops out of the trap door. It's fantastic. If Uh that isn't Al Lewis, whatever stunt man they got to do that did a really good job. Um, And. He immediately begins to woo Linda with a, a strange dance. Yeah, he, he it's interesting because it's the first meeting of them, too. And I totally forgot to read the synopsis for this episode, by the way. Oh, my God. I forgot the. Yeah. OK, so um, Autumn Crocus, episode 10, aired November 26th, <laughs> uh, written by James B. Allardyce, uh Tom Aldar and Norm Lieberman, okay. uh, Norm Lieberman. Uh, James and Tim are new. Uh, they both wrote for Hogan's Heroes, My Favorite Martian, and I Dream a Genie. And this was directed by Lauren Stopkin again. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I totally forgot about this whole synopsis part. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, but we the got synopsis <laughs> for Autumn Crocus, November 26, 1964. Feeling lonely, Grandpa contacts a matrimonial agency that promises to find him a mate. That agency sends over an attractive elderly woman who proves not to be quite as harmless as she looks. Dun dun dun. Uh, Which we've already talked about most of that. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. so was she elderly though? I didn't really feel that she was. She wasn't elderly. that old. No. Maybe late thirties, early forties. Uh. She wasn't near grandpa's age. Well, no one's near grandpa's age. But. No, no. <laughs> uh, during this scene, grandpa doesn't let go of her finger after grabbing her hand. And it's right in front of the camera. And it's a little unsettling. Because it's like it's it's in front of the camera as we're uh, looking at Herman and Lily. And it's weird. Just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, after this, we uh, cut to the matrimonial agency where we meet Malcolm, who some people may recognize, but I'll talk about that later, uh, who is talking to uh, someone who's looking to meet a woman. And he recommends Linda, who is the agency owner. She apparently will go out with anyone. And uh, as they have a conversation together, Malcolm and her, which I can't tell if they're a couple or not, but turns out, Linda's a black widow. She uh, kills her husbands to get their will. <laughs> which, which can I say, I'm very curious if this is where the Adams Family Values got their storyline from. 
maybe uh it's literally the same storyline just not as dark (laughs) (laughs) my thought was oh linda is actually perfect for grandpa (laughs) they have so many hobbies and they have so many exes that they're dead (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so i'm like dang it's a shame that i know this isn't going to work out because they're actually perfect for each other (laughs) Uh, we cut back to the house. We finally have confirmation. Lily is the one who puts the cobwebs up. Yes. Yeah. I, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Uh, she's just yeah. sitting them. Yeah. Um, Her, Herman is back from the salt mines again and is the salt mad mines. about the quote mail order bride in the house. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that was a thing too. Mail order brides. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 90 day fiance is going extremely strong right now. <laughs> is that a show? It's multiple shows. Oh God. My wife loves weird stuff. People. So she likes seeing people sold into, uh, to matrimony. That's no, that's it, what those are. That that's what that is. Uh, real quick, without going down a rabbit hole, ninety day fiance is just people who go overseas, meet someone, get a visa. They have ninety days, but they have so many spinoffs. Like before they get the visa, after they get married, uh-huh. and like fifty freaking uh, spinoffs on Discovery Plus. With yeah, it, it's it's a lot. Uh, Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, Mike's catchphrase, which I think is the first time you said it on this show. Uh, Herman breaks the floor. And at this point, I I have to think of the poor set designers who have to constantly fix this stuff. Yeah, well, not only that, they're they're constantly replacing it. It's it's, Mm -hmm. you have to set it up for it to be broken. You have to set it up for it to to not break as easily when the actors are actually there. It's, it's a very, um, interchangeable set. I will say with this show, because they do so many set gags with it. it uh, unlike a lot of sitcoms that we had like in the nineties and stuff like that, where it was like, this is it. It's built here. It's there. It's staying here. We don't have to worry about the floor, the ceiling, the cabinets in this show. They're constantly changing the set. I mean, even mm-hmm. the just the cobwebs alone, the spider webs alone, uh, is constantly changing. There's not a single episode that I've seen so far where webbing is in the same place all the time. Oh, we haven't talked about this. This is uh, for listeners. This was like a month ago for you now. Well, maybe two months. But uh, did you see Rob Zombie's house that they built for the movie? Yeah, they built um they built a it complete replica on the outside. Fantastic. I don't know about the inside though. I didn't see pictures. No, they haven't shown that. But the exterior shot yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those guys. I mean, visually, I think he'll be able to get there. It's the story oh, that yeah. kind of worries me. And oh, the, yeah. I'm not sure if he cast as of the time we're recording this episode. I'm not sure if he has no. cast yet. So, which again, Rob, if you want to come on and. Uh, Talk about your movie. Uh, we will absolutely not say no. Which again, <laughs> also, when you name your podcast The Munster Cast and, and you Google that, all you get is The Munster Cast, <laughs> not us. <laughs> D- 
didn't think that through. Um, yeah, I didn't think that one either. <laughs> we're in there somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, so, I'm interested to see where that goes. But of course, we're definitely going to watch that movie and talk about it oh, too yeah. later down the road when it comes out. I think it comes out in 2022 sometime. So. Mm. Awesome. I, I, I'm skeptically optimistic. I'm going to see it regardless because <laughs> I just love the monsters. So, yeah, it's way past due that they get a uh, theatrical release. So, uh, yeah, Herman breaks the floor. And uh, so he's totally acting like a child who doesn't want his parent to get remarried. Yeah. And it's. I don't know. If it's working so well, because him and grandpa haven't exactly gotten along. <laughs> but uh, we cut to Linda back. At, uh, you know, she's in the house and the cat is back. Mm-hmm. Every time I see this cat, I'm like, wow, they remembered they own a cat. <laughs> and I mean, the dragon still hasn't eaten it. Yeah. Uh, Which we haven't seen. Um, spot. Spike in a while. Spot is in a spot? while. Yeah, right. spot. So. We'll remember its name once it comes up more often. Uh, uh, yeah. Linda is setting the table for Lillian grandpa. Uh, you know, uh, grandpa. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I think it's for both of them, but actually it's just for grandpa and tells Lily not to eat it because it turns out she poisoned the hell out of this. Uh, Lily points out a electric chair that grandpa bought for decoration. Uh-huh. I made note of that because why if you're going to buy one, at least buy one that works. Uh, (laughs) uh, Lily apologizes that their guest room is on the sunny side of the house, which, you know what I can actually appreciate because anyone who doesn't have blackout curtains knows the sun sucks in the morning. But the, the cat ends up spilling the food, which sets a fire in the kitchen. What the hell poison is this? <laughs> uh, uh, the I was I, I wasn't sure what was going on with that. Um, I have no nothing really to say for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at this point, we find out that Marilyn is skeptical about Linda. And I would like to point out that we switch scenes with no one putting the fire out. I thought she walked over and put it out. Nobody goes back into the kitchen at all. I swore. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of a TikTok. <laughs> Uh, oh well if we haven't dated the show by now we definitely have <laughs> uh, tiktok uh hey how about that vine my so, face uh, <laughs> <laughs> linda begins wandering around the house at night and lily i thought at first thinks she hears a burglar but no she's complaining because she doesn't hear things yeah uh, so she wakes Herman up. He tells her it's nothing. Go back to bed. The house will begin creaking soon. Uh, Linda figures out how to do the phone door, which surprises me. 
Yeah, I'm very. Ins- I don't know how everyone knows how to just do that, especially if you or even where it is. A, a lot of these people also. It's like <sighs> the issue I have is like everybody knows the monsters' house better than the we, monsters. the audience, are watching oh, yeah. it. And yeah, let's say what was it? Episode um, two. No, 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 yeah, my fair monster uh-huh. with the love potion, and we got them wa- running around doing the whole Scooby Doo thing. Yeah, they're literally that getting was, around the house faster than the monsters are sometimes, and I'm like, how? I, I think that was the most we've seen of their house. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so she's talking to Malcolm about how she plans to kill him uh, by having him fall down the stairs like one of the other exes of hers. Yeah. Uh, at this point, Herman can't get back to sleep, so he goes downstairs for a snack. Uh, as he goes down, he sees the phone still out. He gets mad that Meryl didn't put it back away. Uh, he goes into the kitchen as Linda starts putting a skate on the stairs and greases the rails. Uh, these are they keep cutting back and forth between Linda and Herman, mm-hmm. and it, it's uh, extremely uh to uh, well comedic effect I think because Herman makes himself a, a sandwich using a garden shovel uh, takes the cat outside as he's taking the cat outside Linda comes in takes the garden shovel and then steals his sandwich uh, Herman comes in his sandwich is gone he's like I, maybe I ate it I don't know so he goes back <laughs> upstairs steps on the skate pulverizes it Uh, and as he goes, uh, Linda comes back, starts putting some tripwire down. And if I don't know if you noticed, I know where you're okay. I was confused for a minute, but yeah, I remember where you're at now. Okay, yeah, it's the whole night thing where she's just trying to kill him. Yeah, she's setting up the trap to kill him. But grandpa Um, lives in the the freaking lab, though. Like, why are you saying stuff up on the stairs? Maybe he doesn't. We've seen Herman asleep down there, but we haven't seen Grandpa. Grandpa We've seen him asleep in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. I was going to say, he sleeps upside down in the kitchen. Um, But if you notice, as she's putting the rope down to trip Grandpa coming down the stairs, uh, the skate that was just pulverized is next to her. Yeah. But not squished. Yeah. Where are we? I think it's interesting. This is the one episode too where we actually see Herman and Lily like actually somewhat fighting too. Yeah, yeah. Because he goes back and he's it's like fuck this. I'm going to the couch. Yeah, (laughs) and he like like, rips the blanket off her. (laughs) It's like you're not taking my feelings into consideration at all. Which yeah, like anyone in a relationship, communicate like empathy to your partner, (laughs) even if you don't agree with them. Uh, but, uh, as Herman goes to <clears throat> go to sleep, he, uh, on the sofa, he bumps into, uh, Linda, who is. No, he doesn't even go to sleep on the sofa. He goes to the guest room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He for goes some reason. Down. This is the first time that him and Linda have met. Okay. Yeah. But and... he goes to the guest room. I'm not sure why he goes to the guest room when he knows she's in the guest room. Maybe he didn't know that she was staying. 
I guess. But, or he forgot. There's a chance he forgot. Maybe. Maybe he's just too yeah. mad. Because he does whip that blanket off his wife real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in. Uh, I didn't even have this in my notes, but just saying it again made me like she got scared of Lily. She sees Herman freaks the fuck out. Oh, yeah. And she bolts. <laughs> she bolts out of that house. Yeah. And, and he and, starts freaking out because there's someone in the bed with. Him. Yeah. And, and He's then, like, holy shit, there's someone here. So so this happens and she bolts the fuck out the house and then like all blaming Herman like what did you do like like it's like I what it's like blaming him because he like scared her off or some shit yeah she and she then, falls into her own trap as well yeah but and then like you see these you go to the outside of the house and you see these cops like holding her like where the fuck did they come from <laughs> like did oh, she's they probably know screaming she down the road like yeah but they knew who she was and everything already it's yeah. like like this is the infamous black widow yeah um at least she didn't you know have the fate of uh the one from adam's family just saying yeah um yet <laughs> and she's like the police are like she's this is yeah they catch her because she was yelling about monsters excuse yeah. me monsters they're like do you have any monsters in your house it's Meryl who answers the door by the way she's like no it's just my family <laughs> oh she's clearly just trying to go for an insanity plea yeah and then she, the cops explain to Marilyn who she is and then Marilyn yeah. goes in and explains it to the family. And Grandpa's well, like, as, as the cops are car, car uh, taking Linda away, she's like, "Thank you, thank you so much." Yeah, <laughs> but get me away from this house. Grandpa's just like, she was gonna try and kill me after we've gone through like nine episodes of freaking Grandpa like potentially killing into a everyone. Wolf and tried to maul a guy, <laughs> right? Like, the grandpa's potentially like the worst person in this entire show. <laughs> and, and you can't help but feel a little bad for him because he was so excited to have a companion. Yeah. And and then the, the show ends with uh, Herman comments how the world is getting scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then we end it. That's that's actually yeah. where we close, right? There's nothing yep. at a dinner table or anything like that afterwards. Yeah, it's kind of a bleak ending, actually. Like, yeah, no, the world's getting suckier. It's literally, it, it, it's a pretty fast episode. That's probably why I fell asleep during it, too, is, or dozed off here and there d during this one, because... You sound like you're dozing off here, but we're... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, like, they did that massive, like, scene that took up a good portion of the episode where it's just her setting traps, like, going mm -hmm. all Home Alone style on the house or some shit. And I don't know. It, I was kind of like, okay, this is overdrawn, this part right here. It, we could use this to fill in and do something else with it. I it I just been... enjoyed that uh, she stole his sandwich. Yeah. That cracked me up. <laughs> it would have been interesting to see more of the dynamic between her and the agency runner. Because clearly yeah. he knows that she's Malcolm killing people. <laughs> um, does he go to jail? Right. Does he go to jail? What's going on with him? 
again sitcom so it doesn't it's not yeah. we're not supposed to think of it in the dark terms like that <laughs> but she she's literally killing people <laughs> and this <laughs> did you uh so did you did you enjoy this one overall the parts that you remember <laughs> from the stuff i i remember it was okay it, it wasn't like top tier or anything for their episodes mm-hmm. for me yeah, I'd say this one was all right. You know, like I said, the like stuff I did points. miss, the stuff I did miss that like I just like closed my eyes for a few seconds during. I did go back <laughs> and rewatch. It's just, but a lot of it again was a lot of that filler stuff where it's just her running through the house doing all this random stuff. So yeah, or Herman going back and forth. So yeah, it's like I, I always gauge everything on like a three point scale. You know, it's I either liked it, it was okay, or didn't enjoy it mm-hmm. i'd say this one was just okay yeah yeah uh but the guest list for this one is uh linda watkins as uh linda gardner uh neil hamilton is malcolm who anyone who's a fan of adam west batman will recognize commissioner gordon mm, yeah yeah that is right yeah okay uh he was also three different characters in mr ed uh, Richard Reeves was the first police officer and, uh, Jerry Mann was the second police officer who has done a ton of vo- different voices in the Flintstones. Cool. And the title of this one com- came from, uh, Autumn Crocus, which was a 1934 film based on a British play with the same name that was, uh, first performed in 1931. All right. I have nothing else to say about this episode, honestly. Yeah. Um, the last episode I did not fall, or the episode 11 that we're about yeah, to talk about. Yeah, this was a good one. I did not uh, fall the, asleep during this one, so. The Midnight Ride of Herman Monster, episode 11. Yeah. It aired December 3rd, 1964, written by Joan Connolly, Bob Mosier, Norm Liebman. We are getting used to these names. Uh, this one was directed by a newcomer, though. Ezra Stone, who it's, did five episodes of Lassie and eight episodes of Lost in Space, both shows that I also enjoy. I love Lost in Space. Um, oh, I never God. was a Lassie fan. I still have to fan. check out the new one. I was never a Lassie fan, but I do like that they use the constant same writers, it seems, mm-hmm. at least for these first 11 episodes now. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious how many episodes they go through um, and everything. So, yeah. Uh, you so know, we have a uh, mutual friend with the last name Mosher. You should find out if he's related to Bob. Oh God, don't don't get him that conceitedness then. <laughs> 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 Love you, Mosher. Um, so episode eleven, the Midnight Ride of Herman Munster, December third, nineteen sixty four. Herman falls asleep in the back of his car, leaving the keys in the ignition, just as the car is stolen by a couple of bank robbers who are unaware that Herman is lying in the back seat. So where did Herman get this car from? Because I thought he had the Munsters coach. Well, remember they mentioned that they already have a car in that episode. How is he driving this car, bro? (laughs) He has to take the seat out just to get into the coach. Like... (laughs) He ain't driving this car. How did he even lay you know, down in the back of this fucking that's, car? That's actually a uh, a interesting thing. I'd never uh, we 
we will never see Herman drive the monster coach. No, he is never in the driver's seat and it's his car. He got it mm. for his birthday. Yeah. But I'm I thought curious. that was it. I'm like, what? I just want to know how the hell the actor himself laid in this car. I guarantee you when they had them in the back floorboard, the door was wide open. Oh, for his more feet. than likely. Because Fred Gwynn is a big guy without the extension boots and shit like that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way he was fitting back there. They had a lot of uh, set manipulation was done. Uh, granted, I mean, it was probably not even a real car anyways. Um, for that, it was just like a set car, pieces of a car, shit like that. But there was no way Herman Munster was driving that car. Those guys in there looked perfectly fine. And that was a bench seat in the front. It wasn't individual seats. Those are, that was a big bench seat. So yeah. Anyways, (laughs) let's dive into this episode. Episode 11. So we open with Herman yawning as he walks into the, the, the living room where Lily is. Yep. Uh, they just got or with Lily. I'm sorry. Uh, they had just came uh, come back from the drive in where uh, a bunch of people had just left there so fast. They drove through fences, resulting in many head on collisions. Oh, um, because they saw the monsters. Got yeah. it. Uh, I just now thought about that joke. <laughs> Uh, Herman is ready to go to bed at 2 a.m., which is early for him, but he says he hasn't been sleeping well. Mm. And I I will note that I was watching this at 2 a.m., so his yawning was making me yawn. (laughs) I probably watched this one around the midnight, so a midnight ride was probably a perfect (laughs) episode to watch at midnight. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lily wants him to get something of, uh, oh, she, uh, left her coat in the car. That's right. When I was writing this, I didn't register what she said, but I got it later. Uh, and as he goes to get it, he instead just falls asleep. Mm. And at that point, uh, two guys come walking by, see the car and are like, Hey, this'd be a great getaway car for a bank robbery. Let's take it. Cue the credits. (laughs) Just take the, take the car. Um, it, it, it didn't even seem like he went out there to actually get her stuff. He just went out there to go to sleep because <laughs> he just lays down instantly. He's like, ah, fuck it. And I'm just going to lay down, go to sleep. And <laughs> um, yeah. So the, the bank robbers are robbers. They don't actually, do they ever say what their plan actually is? It was bank, right? Yeah. It, it was to rob a bank. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, so they steal the car and that was what confused me for a second. I was like, what? Why is this their car? And Herman just accidentally got in their car. <laughs> no, it's not theirs, So they'll get away with it. They won't be able to trace it. Right. Yeah. It happens all the time. People still steal cars and think they can get. Oh yeah, they do. There was oh. that TV show, uh, bait car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they steal the car and they drive Herman like out into the boonies somewhere in the boonies. Um, uh, Before that, though, we get uh, Lily stomping on Grandpa's trap door uh, saying she's worried that Herman hasn't returned with her coat and the car is gone. Mm. So uh, Grandpa mentions, oh, he's, he's, you know, he probably left. Uh, I used to go out a lot at night, which like, yeah, that what we know about grandpa i'm like that doesn't help your character at all uh 
I used to do a lot late night. Yeah. So that comment also Didn't he lick his chomps when he said that in this one, or am I thinking of the previous, uh, the wrestling episode? He may have. Okay. It, yeah. So, uh, Lily then gets worried that like the movie, uh, they just saw with, uh, David Niven, uh, Tuesday Weld and Paul Newman that he's going out to see another woman, which I got an interesting trivia fact for you since you're a movie guy. Uh-uh. So the interesting thing about that is uh, David Niven and Tuesday Weld never worked together. But uh, Tuesday Weld did work with Paul Newman in uh, one film. So uh, I don't know what movie they saw, but it's one that didn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, shit. I, I forgot where I was at. Yeah, we just had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just decided to talk and then it cut out. <laughs> They're doing some work on the lines around my house, so we've been having some outages. Uh, so now we get the robbers driving to uh, what they call the farmhouse. Yes. As Her- Excuse me. Herman snores loudly in the back seat, and the driver calls his, uh, he tells his uh, passenger, he's like, hey, you're snoring too loud. Will you shut up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he lays his head down. Herman snores. He wakes his ass up. And then he's just like, he, he like badgers his buddy. Like, you were sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I, how could that be sleeping? I'm right here. I'm wide awake. I'm talking. I'm not sleeping. What the fuck accent was that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mix of Brooklyn and uh I, I don't Jersey? even know. <laughs> I, I didn't even know I had that in me. Uh, <laughs> can we cut that? Can we cut? No. Um, no. <laughs> but then the guy's just like, oh, why don't you just shut up and go back to sleep? <laughs> and so the guy goes back to sleep and starts snoring again. Uh, anyways, uh, they finally get to where they're going. And uh, mm. they go in the house. They still don't know Herman is in the back of the car. And then, um, do we get any? Well, we before get, we get to that, we got a. No, the two guys go in the house and then we cut back to the monster's yeah. house. That's what it is. Yeah, where Lily is getting real worried about Herman. So yep. she calls, doesn't want to worry Eddie, uh, but she involves him in him missing anyway. So that's that whole plot point was pointless. Uh, yeah. So Marilyn takes Eddie into another room while Lily calls the police. Uh, Grandpa thinks it's a mistake for her to report missing. Uh, This must have been before the 24 hour missing, you know, waiting before you report people. Maybe or it's just TV. Yeah, (laughs) maybe. Uh, So, okay, this is where we get. Herman's age because grandpa said uh, the police are asking for some information and she asked grandpa and grandpa goes, you know, they started working on Herman right after the war of 1812. He brings up the medical school from a a couple episodes ago. So that was cool. uh, When he went to Hildberg university. Uh, And he says that they finished building him roughly around uh, 1850. So Lily just goes, he's middle-aged. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's like uh, middle-aged, tall. 
He has a scar on the top of his head that's shaped like a lightning bolt. Wait, is this a giant Harry Potter? What? <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter wasn't born yet. You don't know that. I unfortunately know too much about those books. What year, I, what year did Harry Potter take place in? 94 was when he went to Hogwarts. No, that's when the books were written, right? Well, she was writing them. Oh, it was present time be, for her. Yeah. Well, fuck her. Um. <laughs> I could also be off by a couple of years, so I said that with such conviction, but in my <laughs> head, I'm like, was it? You're just like, it was 94, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> I've read those. I'm not even exaggerating. I've read those books exactly 18 times each because I didn't have a lot of books when I was little. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, we find out Herman has two different colored eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're from two different people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd be curious if they, uh, if and when we get to uh, the new monsters, the colored version, if they give him contacts or decide to scrap that fact. Do you think that he'll go colored or do you think Rob Zombie will go Snyder verse on this and go black oh, and white? Oh, I didn't white? even think about the movie. Yeah. I was thinking about the 80s show. Oh, the 80s show. Gotcha. Yeah, I was thinking about Rob Zombie, if he's going to do it in color or black and white, because he could do so many cool things in black and white. I or could both. see him. Yeah, I could see him starting in black and white and then transitioning to color and then offering a pure black and white version like they did with Logan. Yes. And uh, yeah, Mad Max. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I do not want, and somebody said this would be really, so, a dumbass said this would be really cool online, um, and I 100% disagree with them. They said it would be cool if they start the movie out like the TV show is done, like where it's a sitcom style and everything yeah. like that, but then transition it into that's the TV show within the real world of the monsters. And then the monsters are actually not like that wholesome family you see on the TV. He's like, it'd be, really I don't cool. like that. I was like, wait, so basically you want to give it the Powerpuff treatment. Cause isn't that what they fucking did with the Powerpuff girls in that show that CW is trying to make? Like the cartoon was I, like, I don't, a based... no. that's, that's what I heard. But I was like, I don't like that idea. Why would you do that? The whole the whole thing about the monsters is they are a wholesome family of monsters. Yeah. You, you don't turn it dark, too dark. It's not the Adams uh, family. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Adams family. Okay. Anyways, that's my little <laughs> tidbit. <laughs> I just ate a piece of pizza. <laughs> Sexy. I made food while we were down. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's I, I don't like that at all. Um, they did actually did that with Doctor Who. Uh -huh. uh, in the original classic run, they had an episode where they went back to uh, 63 when the show aired. And as they're exiting a room, you could see the first broadcast, the intro start on the TV. Yeah. And then they cut away. And I'm like, I didn't you know. What? Oh. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Um. There's a difference between foreshadowing and just being dumb. <laughs> oh, they mentioned the house address I, the, for the first time, I believe, right? Yes, this is the first time that I've heard it spoken, at least, in this show. They, they might have uh, said uh, their, 
I think we've seen the 1313 on their panel and they mm-hmm. they've said Mockingbird Lane, but I've never heard it. The, all the grandpa together. was reading a newspaper called Mockingbird uh, Way yes. or something like that a couple episodes ago. Yeah. So this is the first time I believe I, I might be wrong. Correct us, but I do believe, I, I believe it, was. it is too. Because when I heard it, I was like, oh, I haven't heard them say that yet. So, yeah. So the, the police get off the phone with Lily and he talks to his partner. He's like, yeah. So we're looking for a tall, fat guy with amnesia. <laughs> yeah. Except I forgot the scar issue, scar part. Um, yeah, they didn't mention that or the eyes. Or the eyes. Yeah. Well, he was uh, also like, well, she seemed uh, uh, discre- uh, like uh, out of it. So he was like, I'm not going to take her word exactly at the moment. So Okay. So here's where the robbers oh, arrive okay, at their me? destination and get out. <laughs> and they're like, hey, is that the Big Dipper? Yeah. Who cares? We're going inside. And like, what if someone steals our car? No one's going to do that. Who would do that? Like, well, you guys, but. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, they're waiting for, uh, they go inside and they meet a third guy who is uh, telling them they're waiting for their driver. And he call, he says it's a big, tall fella called Louie. Uh, yeah. Big Louie. Yeah. And uh, at that exact moment, Herman hears a wolf howl who he may have thought it was his kid. Because, you know, uh, if anyone remembers, Eddie does that at night. Mm-hmm. Um. But he looks kind of terrified, so maybe not. He gets up. He's like, where, where am I? So he goes and knocks on the door. And uh, naturally, uh, they confuse Herman with their getaway driver. Yeah, because they don't even let him say anything. They just uh, hey, Louie, how you doing, yeah. man? Let's go. So it, he, They invite him inside. They talk about it. like, hey, we're going to do this. He's like, I don't. I don't know if I want to do this. They're like, no, you're going to do it or else you can't back out now. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to do it. And then as he's leaving, he breaks their front door. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then they end up leaving, taking off. And then we get a scene with another guy. Um, And the cops are driving down the street and spot this other guy who's just like walking through a neighborhood, a random neighborhood. Oh, Drunk. He's nowhere near the farmhouse that he's looking for, uh, <laughs> and uh, it it the police pull him over, and they assume that it's Herman because he kind of matches the description that dispatch gave them. So then, um, they end up uh, getting him, and they're just like, "Oh, you're you're drunk. <laughs> you don't know who you are or anything." <laughs> and uh, he keeps calling himself Louis. Yeah. And they have the thirteen thirteen Mockingbird um, address, so they say, "Well, we'll take you home." Normally, uh, if cops are picking you up drunk on the road like that, they're not taking you home all the time. They're uh, they may have back then. Maybe they were back then, a lot more yeah. lenient. I was gonna say nowadays they didn't just have put as you in much drunk stress tank. as they do today to <laughs> you know, put them on edge. Right. But yeah. I, yeah. I guess back in the sixties, they probably would have. Smaller community, they didn't have so yeah, many. Yeah, they were more localized instead yeah. of. Yeah. I get that. Um, and they drop him off at the house. We don't see this part. Um, but they later we find yeah. out they tucked him in the bed and everything. Yeah, they took him into the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, Grandpa and Lily are driving around in the coach. Yeah. And uh, 
with Marilyn Eddy, who, again, she didn't want Eddy involved, but he's involved. So they stop and she calls from a payphone and they're like, yeah, we found him. We dropped we put him in bed. She doesn't say a word. Oh, they also called her house creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Eddie makes a comment that he can't go to sleep until dawn, which how does he go to school then? It's they just want to be funny with the darks, man. I don't know, man. Maybe he can't go yeah. to sleep. Maybe he sleeps three hours of the day and that's it. Night school. <laughs> but we so have we seen cut- them in, in, in the first, or I think it was episode two. We did see him during the day in a school yeah, area. Yeah, because he was running home from the crowd of people that yeah. were uh, into <laughs> The crowd of girls, yeah. Uh, so we cut back to Herman driving the robbers around and it looks like the sun is up now. It might just be because it's black and white and they had to make it bright. But, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm wondering at this point, since it looks like it's daylight, I'm like, have the family found out it's not Herman yet? But that gets answered pretty quick. Uh, they drive by the bank, meet up with two other guys who are actually committing the robbery, who throw the money in. What was the point of these three? <laughs> maybe to I don't know (laughs) honestly I don't know they were the ringers so maybe they were the ones (laughs) setting everything up and you hire the crew to do it even then you only need the one guy with Herman I don't know man yeah but they all wanted arrested (laughs) herman they tell herman to step on it and uh he begins driving away but he's driving pretty respectably he doesn't like to speed yeah it's his car too so and as they're going through the road they almost collide with the coach and lily goes was that herman and grandpa goes no he's at home sleeping don't be stupid uh I wish he would have said that in those exact words. He probably would have if it was today. Uh, Don't be stupid, Lily. What is wrong with you? Ugh. He is a mean guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, Lily, you know, he she goes to check on him, hears him snoring and thinks, yeah, all right, that's him. He's under the cover. So yep. she puts a dustier sheet over top of him. And... uh yeah, that's the end we see of the family for a while. So we go back to Herman, who is still trying to outrun the cops by obeying traffic laws. And it's sort of working. The cops don't know what to do because they're expecting them to speed away. So like having to dodge them, uh, stopping at a red light. and Yeah, they're um, it, it's an interesting car chase. I'll tell you that one right now. <laughs> It is. It's more interesting so, than OJ's car chase. Uh, <laughs> so then they hide in a no parking area and Herman's like, but we can't stay here. It's no parking. So yeah. then he pulls into an alleyway and purposely crashes into a wall. Did he purposefully do though? Like well, he claims he did later on, but I think it's just, uh, I wouldn't have claimed that insurance, bro. <laughs> but that back then you might not have had it well there goes eddie's college fund he just got a couple episodes ago <laughs> and they got another car 
And we have yet to see uh, uh, Dragula. Yeah, that comes when they're doing the racing because it's Grandpa's. Dragula is actually Grandpa's car. Yep. And it's only seen once. So I'm looking forward to actually seeing it because I don't think I've ever seen that episode. No, I I remember it vaguely. So, yeah. But um, so yeah, he crashes uh, like, and the cops get him only. Correct. The other guys. Well, they uh, they arrest the guys and they go to check on him and they're like, oh, man, he's all mangled. Look at his face. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he keeps trying to tell them who he is. Yeah, he's like, he's no, I'm get fine. to get home. All that take stuff. Take to the hospital. I don't want to go to the hospital. Slams his fist on the cop roof, and the the siren goes flying away, like literally. <laughs> yeah, it flies away. I I want to take a second here to point out something in the backdrop. There's some greedy or greedy, greedy. graffiti <laughs> on the wall uh-huh. that says, uh, 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 "I'm going to butcher this name, but uh, Pally is a fink." Which, uh, some background, William S. Pally was the owner of CBS, and he was not a fan of the lowbrow humor of the monsters. Uh, the president of CBS, however, James Avery, loved the show, and the two clashed about it so much that Polly actually fired Avery over it. Wow. Yeah, so that was their way of uh, basically giving him the middle finger on screen. Right. Oh yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, they call Lily, and she's like, "It can't be Herman. He's up sleeping." And then Herman gets on the phone talking to her. She's like, "How are you there? You're right. upstairs, Herman." And then they end up going upstairs with Grandpa, with Grandpa, <laughs> and finding out that's not Herman. Um, no, Louis, Louis wakes up and is like, what the hell? And, and so Herman is going to come back home, but they capture Louis by Grandpa literally well, just freezing his ass. Yeah, he does more magic, which we saw last week in the wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up freezing the guy, the guy trying to get out of the bed, basically. And Grandpa like first floats him up in the air and then freezes him. That's what it is. Was he floating or was the guy just jumping out of bed? He jumped really high then. Ah, yeah. (laughs) I think Grandpa Uh, grabbed him with his, like, magneto and then lifted him up and then froze him. His ever-growing powers of uh, Dracula. He's he's Superman. Every other week he has a new power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. So, yeah, uh, he freezes him and then they just like leave him there and then they go downstairs and meet uh, Herman comes back home and -hmm. they finally get all that taken care of. And then they have to go and get Louie out. And Grandpa's like, well, I'll go do it because I'll go and freeze him or whatever. Louie, the guy they thought I was, was Louie. I bet he's the same guy. Yeah. Uh, Grandpa can't unfreeze him. Yeah, he forgets how, to- <laughs> so how do I do that? I don't remember. <laughs> like, he just starts saying a bunch of different words and he's like, ah, screw it. And he says one last thing as he's basically saying, screw it. And uh, then the guy just the falls. Guy, yeah, he, he accidentally unfreezes Louis. <laughs> uh, Louis is somehow plant. still extremely drunk during all this. Uh, well, uh, I mean, he meets Herman in the hallway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
I guess. Yeah, and there's a, the whole... They don't really tell yeah. you how much time has gone past through this. Is it like one whole night or what, you know? Yeah. You don't really know uh, for his drunkenness. Mm. And so... Maybe he got uh, in the Grandpa's potions. As the potions. episode ends... What's that? Maybe he got in the Grandpa's potions. Yeah, maybe sort of... <laughs> Maybe Since grandpa was in the house by himself. Like, fuck. <laughs> uh, Thanks, police, for letting this stranger in my house that you haven't confirmed <laughs> lives here at all. Like, it, there's a form of identification that people have, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. But we end the episode on a sweet moment this time with uh, Lily complimenting Herman on his uh, good looks. That's it. So awesome. What's your trivia for me, man? Oh, well, the guest list is pretty big on this one. Um, we got Maxie Rosenblum as Big Louie, uh, Val Avery as Marty, Lenny Weinrib as Freddie, who was the voice of Big Mouth on the Smurfs as well as other voices, and he also did a uh, Scrappy. During the Scrappy and or the Scooby and Scrappy Power Hour in '82, he was uh-huh. Scrappy Doo. Uh, Lee Krieger as Al. Paul Breyer is uncredited police sergeant. Uh, Joel Dante is just an uncredited person. Period. Uh, who only has five acting credits in his entire career uh, list on okay. IMDb. Uh, Pat McAfee is an uncredited police officer not the pat mcafee that is famous today uh uh he actually will be returning in a future episode as another police officer so some continuity there and uh michael ross as another uncredited police officer who again will be returning okay and finally we got vince williams as another uncredited person excuse me sorry about that uh yeah so unfortunately for the those two people, they didn't even have a character name, so I couldn't tell you who they were. Right. Uh, awesome. uh, some interesting uh, stuff I learned about this was the 1938 Cadillac limousine that uh, was being driven around is actually from Bob Mosier's personal collection. Herman's car, his personal car. Yeah, yeah the one they crashed in the alley. Okay. Uh, the title comes from the first line of the poem, Paul Revere's Ride by Henry Wadsworth. Uh, Henry Longfellow, sorry. Okay. Hmm. So, my final thoughts on this episode. I mm-hmm. loved the uh, humor, the gags that they pulled in this. Oh, yeah. Um, is is good. Uh, again, nowadays people will be like, "Oh, that's so cliche." Well, it wasn't back then. Um, the cliches had to start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed that they didn't necessarily make the people as soon as they saw Herman, um, freak out. <laughs> it's like very. <laughs> they they pick and choose which group of people are going to freak well, when they Herman built sees. it up. They're yeah. like, you know, Big Louie, he was a, a fighter back in the day, so right. he's uh he's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um not sure what fight would turn your skin green, but uh, 
Yeah, but we don't know that his skin's well. I guess yeah, because they say his yeah, they skin is green. It. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he painted his face. Why didn't the doctor say something about his green skin? Yeah, yeah sitcom. <laughs> just gotta go with it, man. Just gotta go with it. Um, yeah. Actually, I think the doctor had said something in the in one of the episodes about his skin tone they just didn't say the color of it or something like that because uh, they also mentioned lily's skin being blue um so yeah which we will see later on i think next uh next week we're gonna end up talking about um the picture episode yeah i gotta find my the family portrait blu-ray so i can watch that uh yeah because family portrait is um they had did it in color. They released it in color, at least on the DVD set that we're watching. Well, I'm yep. watching. <laughs> Tivis is still finding his. <laughs> um, Family Portrait was both in black and white and then also remastered in color. Um, I don't know. Was the color one actually uh, aired on TV? That would be a nice thing to know when we get to it. Um, but anyways, as far as episode 11 goes, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the gags, of course. Um, and uh, getting to see the monsters doing stuff outside of the house is always a good thing because it mm. opens up the world a little bit more. I know it probably yeah. costs them more because they're having to hire more actors and stuff like that. But I, I like it because we get to see the world building up a bit more and seeing how more people interact with the monsters. Um so those are my final thoughts on this episode. Really, like I just really enjoy watching these shows. Uh, the f- like um, Midnight Ride or uh, yeah, Midnight Ride of Herman Munsters. This episode, Autumn Crocus, is uh, the episode I was falling asleep during. So this one's definitely more entertaining for me, anyways. Uh, than yeah, that I, I enjoyed this one a bit more as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, any last words for this episode, or do you got more uh, stuff got for us? One final character spotlight uh, for uh, Al Lewis. Okay, and uh, this will be it for the main cast. A week or two. Uh, you know, he was born in uh, uh April thirtieth, nineteen twenty three. Uh, passed away February third, two thousand six. Uh, his last acting credit was uh, like all of them, the uh, the pilot that was released in two thousand four. The unaired pilot for this, which, by the way, speaking of that box set we have, mm-hmm. I was looking at the Amazon listing. They errorly have that portrait colored as the unaired pilot listed in the description. That is not the pilot. Right. Um, uh, his actual last credit was in uh, was as Father uh, Hanlon in Night Terror, which was in 2002. Uh, his very first credit was uh, he was uncredited as an assistant in Lust of the Vampire, which I thought was neat, in uh, 1957. And his first actual credited role was uh, uh, Chi-Chi in De- the Decoy TV series. And he was also listed as Albert Lewis in that uh, credits. Okay. Uh, Grandpa has been the character who has come back more than anyone else. There's so many different spinoffs. Uh you know, there's the cartoon mini monsters that were played on the ABC Saturday uh, Superstore uh, Superstar uh, in 73. Uh, Hi, honey. I'm home. The TV series in 1991. 
uh, Grandpa's sci-fi hits in 65. So uh, is he it, was, was it Al Lewis every time then? For yeah. Gra- okay. Yeah, he, uh, Al Lewis was also in a movie called My Grandpa is a Vampire in 1992, which I really <laughs> have nice. to track down and watch because that sounds amazing. Okay. We, we should uh, he probably wasn't as grandpa, that. but right. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all I got on him. He's just an amazing actor. I've really enjoyed his performance. Uh, like all of them are really great, but he he definitely stands out for uh, good reason. Okay, cool, man. My grandpa is a vampire. Ooh, we might just have to watch this, man. Is he <laughs> the grandpa? Yeah, I believe so. Vernon Cougar. Well, yeah, we might have to track this one down and do an episode on here because it kind of pertains like we we could swing it. We can swing oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Um, Any excuse to watch a good film. Right. <laughs> or a bad film. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, all right man. Uh, as far as um, anything else that I have, again, if you guys want us to track down these the monster comics, mm-hmm. um, let us know. Uh, you can find us on, I keep forgetting to do this on every episode too. But I know, I was going to bring that up. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Munster Cast. Um, and we are also able to be contacted through email at themunstercast at outlook.com. And um, we are on every streaming platform at this point, I believe. And uh, you can also find this on YouTube, sorry, uh, where the people who are watching the videos are already at. But you can find this yes. also on YouTube um, at and, The MonsterCast. Uh, you, if you have listening in audio, you can go watch the unedited intro to our very first episode where uh, we were a little slow getting started, <laughs> which I actually enjoy that opening a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome, man. All right. So um, any last words, Tivis? Uh, oh, wait, before you go. Apologies. I didn't talk very much on this episode. I'm sorry, Tivis. I've been riding Tivis's coattails for the last few episodes. And it's That's just fine. Because you got I'm a lot of stuff going busy. on in your life, dude. <laughs> Uh, I That's will. Why I, I started will taking more. very detailed notes. <laughs> if you hit something that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I am taking some notes as I'm watching through too, but a, a lot of it is I'm just stupid busy, and I appreciate Tivis. So thank you very much, Tivis, for uh, helping this show be better. Um, oh, it's I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Awesome. Man. I, this show is better than i ever imagined awesome last words then sir uh yeah go check out green-eyed adams from the adams family uh that episode had me laughing awesome and with that said we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane Fat or thin or ugly or handsome.